0: Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply.
1: You don't put those inside of you, do you?
0: This
2: is a show about women.
1: I mean, you do?
2: Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay
3: when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, This is gay. This is already all
2: gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. So, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people like jazz bassist Christian McBride. Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. You have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hello. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting ragers, women who use their anger, often righteous, but not always, to accomplish extraordinary things. Today, our Womanican would be known as a pioneering feminist. But back in the early 1900s, she was seen as an aggressive woman tired of men getting away with anything and everything. Let's talk about Constance Kopp. Constance Kopp was born in Brooklyn, New York, in 1878. She and her younger sister, Norma, were primarily raised by their mother. Their father struggled with alcoholism and wasn't around much. Beyond that, little is known about Constance's childhood. We do know that Constance was a bit of a teenage rebel. When she was 19 years old, she had an affair with a sewing machine salesman. The consequence of the affair? A baby. Constance was young and unmarried. Having a baby out of wedlock would have tarnished her and her family's reputation. In order to not raise suspicions, Constance, Norma, and their mother raised the child as the family's third and youngest sibling. They named her Fleurette, and the four women moved to a farm in Wyckoff, New Jersey for a fresh start. Constance had dreams of studying medicine or maybe law. Her mother didn't support these kinds of ambitions, but Constance wasn't interested in more traditional paths, at least not for herself. She once told a reporter, Some women prefer to stay at home and take care of the house. Let them. There are plenty who like that kind of work enough to do it. Others want something to do that will take them out among people and affairs. A woman should have the right to do any sort of work she wants to, provided she can do it. As the oldest sibling, Constance was expected to fulfill the role of the man of the house. She was their protector, and she took that role seriously. On a summer day in July 1914, Constance and her sister Norma took their horse-drawn buggy out for a ride. A successful silk factory owner, Henry Kaufman, was also on the road that day, taking his fancy new car out for a spin, until he crashed into the cop sisters. Constance demanded Henry pay for the damages. She wrote letter after letter insisting on payment. But instead of a check, the family began receiving a series of threatening letters in response. They were often signed with Friends of HK or HK and Company, HK for Henry Kaufman. Constance was furious. She filed a civil suit against Henry and won $50 in damages, but he still refused to pay. Then one day, Constance was out and she recognized Henry's car. She chased after it and encouraged bystanders to do the same so that he couldn't get away. A local police officer saw the scene and intervened. He forced Henry to pay up. But that wasn't the end of the story. Henry's threats escalated from letters to men skulking around the cop family farm. When they fired gunshots under the bedroom windows, they'd gone too far. Constance went to the police for help. Most of the cops dismissed her. They didn't want to be on the wrong side of a wealthy family. But Bergen County Sheriff Robert Heath listened. He stationed a deputy outside the cop home for protection and frequently checked in on how things were going and gave each of the sisters their own revolver. Constance always carried hers in her purse. Still, the letters kept coming. A few months after the initial buggy crash, the cop women received a letter demanding $1,000 or else their house would be burned down. With her gun tucked away, Constance went to stake out the location where the letter had said to meet with the money but no one ever showed up. The next year, in 1915, Constance's mother got a letter threatening to abduct Florette and sell her into human trafficking. Constance refused to let these threats go unchecked. She worked with Sheriff Heath to uncover who was behind the campaign. Their search led them to an ex-convict named George Ewing. On June 2nd, 1915, Constance and Norma took Henry to criminal court. Sheriff Heath corroborated their stories, and a handwriting expert confirmed Henry and George Ewing were behind the letters. The two men were found guilty and were thrown in jail. Constance was awarded for her detective work. Later that year, she became the first woman sheriff's deputy in the whole country. Constance was happy to officially be on the force. One of her most lauded cases involved tracking down a runaway prisoner, Dr. Reverend Baron Hermann Albert von Mattesius, He had already slipped through the fingers of the police twice before. Sheriff Heath and Constance went to the house of the doctor's close friend. They left a note telling the doctor to be at a Brooklyn train station at 10.15 the next morning. When Constance saw him, she snuck up behind him, then suddenly grabbed him in a big bear hug, pinning his arms down. The doctor fought back. He tried to throw her down the subway stairs, but Constance held on tight. She wasn't going to let him get away again. Right before the doctor was about to overpower Constance, Sheriff Heath grabbed his arm and forced him into handcuffs. Constance often put herself in the line of fire. In 1916, a prisoner jumped out of the vehicle that was taking him to jail. He jumped into the Hackensack River and tried to drown himself. Constance dove right in after him. She pulled him up and dragged him to shore back into police custody. None of the other officers even got in the water. Unfortunately, Constance's time as sheriff's deputy was short-lived. On November 14, 1916, Constance was dismissed from her post. Sheriff Heath had been replaced, and the new sheriff claimed he just couldn't find anything for her to do. Constance tried to fight the termination, but it was a done deal. It's believed that Constance and Norma went on to open a private detective agency of their own. Constance Kopp died in 1931 at the age of 54. She was the inspiration for the novel Girl Waits with Gun by Amy Stewart. All month, we're talking about ragers. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.
1: You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a
2: show about women.
1: I mean, you do?
2: Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like jazz bassist Christian McBride. Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. You have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing